the round table. Gentlemen. Right. Let's broaden our minds. Good Lord. Okay, so this is the show. It's just holding Jackie, Marcus, and myself. I'm Ben. Um, we have to pray, and I think it is Jackie. You. Jackie. No, no you it's did. Ben's turn. Yeah, it's Ben's turn. All right. Dear Lord, I uh, hope you're doing well. Thank you so much. This is the roundtable. Uh, anything to spe- uh, Any prayers specifically? For anybody, anyone want me to pray to them for anything? No, yeah, get me sure. out of my hole. Uh, get me, uh, raise me up. No, like, no, no, uh, no. Pray to Joe Montana. Oh, hey, Joe. I loved your pass to Dwight in the end zone. You're a man. <laughs> and what a fun person you are. And Tom Brady will never be as good as you because the rules changed and they favor the quarterback too much. He had a good Sega Genesis game, right? Mm-hmm. Joe Montana's football, by far the best. And then John Madden came in oh. and just totally undercut him. He stole the technology. He had the ambulance. They pulled Madden a- 92 has the ambulance. If you don't yeah, remember well, that, if uh, a player got injured, the uh-huh. ambulance would run onto the field, hit every player in its path, <laughs> and pull up. It didn't hit pick. the players. Yes, it did. It would crush through. Yeah. <laughs> it seriously did. would crush through every player in its way just to get the one injured guy, leaving like eight other people injured. So did you, fan- did you your friends played the game and you fantasized about being the uh, ambulance driver? I think I've told this story before. I would play against my brother. I would hail Mary the ball down the field every single play and almost always get a touchdown. While my brother tried to play authentically, doing running plays, passing plays, I always won. Every time I scored a touchdown by getting a Hail Mary, he would punch me really hard in the arm. (laughs) By the end of the game, my arm was so badly bruised and it was so painful when he punched me I would see stars and it really traumatized me I don't think Avery's that brutal. I think Avery's the best man I've ever met in my entire life. He is the best He was teaching me a lesson there and I never learned. Yeah, what no. is the lesson? Don't fucking hail marry the ball every time, <laughs> you I dick. Mean, if it worked, I can't. Uh, I can't say that you were wrong. You're not the dick. I'm talking to my yeah, like yeah, eight we, year old self, or however old I was back then. All ten, right. Ten, anyway, I was ten, anyway, I guess if it was Madden '92. Amen. Okay, so welcome to the round table of gentlemen. Uh, what's that, Jackie? Joe Montana died after he, he was did, in that Ace Ventura movie, right? He did not die. That was Dan Marino. Lace is out. Both of them are still alive. Lace is out, and both no, are alive, no. right? Dan Marino's doing great. He lost a bunch of weight on Weight Watchers. Yep, running, uh, owns uh, 18 casinos. No, that's across not. Across the Mississippi. I'm not sure if Dan Marino owns a casino. And I think he cut down the first peach tree. Uh, I mean, that's bad, or is that good? I think it's good. They overgrown? You know, yeah, mm. that's... That's the song. Oh, the Joe Montana living all his lives. And he cut down the tree and he gave us a tree. <laughs> Isn't that exciting? Remember that. Yeah, right? Yeah. Hulkinators, ho! Skip Did Jackie me. get introduced? Just, no, you skipped Jackie. Oh, okay. Hey, I'm here. <laughs> How you doing, Jackie? I'm doing great. I just finished Gilmore Girls, so I'm a mess. We'll really? save it for page seven. Yeah. So you like caught up with the whole show now? No. Oh, okay. there's a came new. Out. Oh, resurgence. Was oh, a new Gilmore Girls? Yes, it was a special. The four. It was like it's like six hours long. Did they capitalize the more? 
Gilmore Girls. <laughs> no. Oh, that would be that's a fun. good advertising. It was really clever. That's they didn't I, need that advertising because everyone was salivating for it. It's a I Christian it's show, right? No. Oh, it's not? Mm. No, you're thinking of Seventh Heaven. Is it not Seventh Heaven? Yeah, that's that with that, that pedophile. Pedophile. That's Ped right. Pedophile. The, was it the pastor? Yeah. The guy that played the, the pastor. Father. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. father oh. pastor. Diddling all the kids. Yeah. Wow. Mm. That's right. Brutal. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> they talk about their video games. I get to talk about my show. Of course. I didn't talk about video games. I would love to talk. Yes, you did talk about video games. You talked about the ambulance part. I didn't Crash even about- Bandicoot. <laughs> Two words. I thought that game was way overrated. Really? They're yeah. coming out with a t- uh, redo. They're yeah. doing a total redo. They're releasing all three games. Crash Bandicoot. But they're not redoing the more girls for page seven. But <laughs> Does this mean I can start talking about serial killers and aliens and shit? <laughs> sure. Or, yeah. Are we all just t- making this show our other show? Absolutely. Hybrid it. <laughs> Hybrid it. Hybrid. A new car coming, coming, hitting the states. All right, uh, Holden, do your thing. Oh my God, guys. This I don't may, know. This is the most. PlayStation Network shoutouts I have ever had. Holdnator's Ho, an army of vigilant animal type people <laughs> coming out of their caves will march against us. Let's just get into these. Well, I, I, mean, I also have to say hello to my cousin Micah, who is a listener and an admitted Holdenator. Ah, there you go. Oh, admitted it. Holdenator's huh? Ho, Micah. <laughs> or should I call you Dyka? Huh? Don't call her that. Don't call him that. Don't okay, call her that. Cool. It's a girl? Not. Yeah. Oh, it's a girl? My bad. I thought it was a man. I think it's more appropriate if it's a man. No. Okay. Way to go, Holden. Yikes. Sorry, Micah. Good. <laughs> Over the Jackinators now. Or Jackinators. Yeah. I mean, she's my own cousin. She's not even a part of the Marcus Aryan nation. Unite. Wow. <laughs> Unbelievable. And I'm insulting her. All right. <laughs> Meredith Metal HK says, shout outs to everyone at the Gentlemen of Roundtable, especially Jackie, Marcus, and Ben. Y'all crazy fucks. Mm, thank you. Thank there you, you go. Uh, Alex Lovell uh, says, Marcus is the bomb. Mm. Ed has the fucking best laugh. Jackie, you the man. Ben, never stop being you, buddy. Bird Luger is God. And Holden is a slippery, slippery grease, gle- grease lizard. Ho! Best 400 <laughs> shout out from Dep. 420 shout out from Down Under. All right. Pepperoni Man says, Bing bong, I'm a little diarrhea boy. Also, Kissel's my fucking dad now, and he can't do shit about it. Fuck you, daddy. All right. Cody Gore. Nice to have a child. Cody Gore (laughs) says, if Garfield ever met that peasant bitch Heathcliff, he'd make him his permanent cuck. Also, I'm appalled no one has mentioned Tomcat from Tom and Jerry. Nah. But Tomcat from Tom and Jerry was... He always got rused, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he wasn't good, I don't think. Well, maybe. I'm sorry, Tomcat. Let's give some love to him. True cartoon, true cop, cartoon feline. Hail Satan. Hail the Zabrowskis. Ben Kissel loves GOP wieners. I love them. Interesting. I love all wieners. Cameron Crucifix says, Jackie, my fiance wants your mailing address so we can invite you to our wedding. I'm coming. Ed, talk more, hate less. Never mind. Hate all you want. Henry, you I don't know why Henry's going to shout it. You came home with Jackie. You can come with Jackie to our wedding. Bring your brand of Satanism along. Offer to officiate in pretty face makeup. Uh, and uh, Holden, uh, segment suggestion, sit down or stand up to wipe. But I think we've talked about that. We have had show, that happen organically. Really you're yep. a stand up, though. Uh, I'm a stand up guy. Yeah. And every since the word, I including hate that to I wipe. Remember that. It's mm-hmm. all mood. Maybe I'm a stander up. I'm thinking about that every time I wipe. I, I don't think you control should... when I stand. No control when I sit. Ugh, I don't. Rowan, aka. How do you LS... lose control when you sit? 
How do I lose control? Yeah, how do you, you I don't response. know what's going on down there. I don't know what's happening. When I'm up, don't I can Don't simulate bend, it. I can look, I can see, I can touch. Wait, I can do you feel. bend? No, I'm kind of, uh, I mean, I guess there's a hunch. A hunch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A hunch going on. Like Guy Fieri eating a sandwich. Kind of got a hand. He the hunch. Hand on a knee, kind of, yeah. Standing up or sitting down, I still can't see my own asshole. No, I'm not looking huh. at my asshole, but I just feel like I have more control. Okay. Whatever. Either way. Rowan says roundtable uh, last podcast and Cowman should tour Australia because the U.S. won't allow criminals to visit. Uh, so I guess Rowan has a bit of an issue uh, legally with getting here. Oh, man. Um, yeah. Uncle Al would like to give Marcus a bit of a diddle down below. Uh, Aaron Rodriguez says, Marcus, I can outdig you any day. Uh, fuck you, buddy. Unbelievable. I want to see wow. a dig off. I want to see a dig off. It's I'll, a dig off. What are the rules and regulations of said dig off? Oh, my God. First of all, they have to have the exact same size shovel. I would recommend a small one. Mm, a small. Like, what is your. Now, what do you think is a small shovel? Like, are we talking about like a sandbox shovel? No, like no. Beach? Just a good handheld. What do you think? Maybe a five inch. Maybe a, a, a six by seven inches. I What's think th- all uh, shovels are handheld. Yeah. No, no. I mean, are, are. We going, are we going with a rectangular uh, digger on here? No, we can give it a. We can do the point for we the digger. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, yeah, of course. And it's. De- so we're talking, it's a depth game, yeah. not a width game. Oh, that's tough. You got to take both into no, uh, account. I think it's an endurance game. I think it's a length Who game. Who can dig the longest? No, yeah. because then one's not digging as hard as the other person is. Next thing you know, they're lasting three days. I yeah. think you, 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 you hybrid it. It's a depth. Oh, yeah. It's a depth, and the per- first person to no. collapse. Well, no, there's a finite amount of tom- time, and you got to you dig, you look circumference and depth. I say no water is allowed. Ooh. No matter how thirsty they are, no water also, is allowed. they might cheat and pour the water in the hole. Well, did to, we, to make it mud. Yeah, to make, it, all, make it more would, difficult. It'll dig out Did easily. we talk about the grave digging competition on, no. this, ep- on this show? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. All right, that's, that'll be our first news story then. Huh. Fantastic. Are you done? Can we I be done? I have so many more. Well, let's so go into it then, or do you want to revisit it at some point? Um, Let's just do a few more here. Uh, uh, also, it says Kissel is the president we need. Is Thank you. Also That's nice what, uh, Aaron says. Will R. Sam um, says about Mattressgate, how... Now, Mattersgate, how many scandals will there, will there be in this shambolic run for presidency? Bird Luger for president, also scree. Well, whatever. Either way, Jackie, I am offering you the mattress. I offered you the mattress, and you have yet to pick it up. Mattress no. game is Scooby now on. No flip flopper. I offered it on the last show. I offered it <laughs> over Facebook. Mm-hmm. You said no. Scooby Dooper nine one one says, "Just give Jackie the ma- damn mattress." Also, call Jake a horrible piece of shit fuckboy. So, Jake, you're a horrible piece of shit fuckboy. I don't think it's our Jake. I think it's this guy's Jake. Solid Snake yeah. MGS. Uh, Leon says that shoutouts are like greasy cum stains on black sheets. <laughs> they never fade away, and neither does the shame. Cthulhu Fondue, aka Jim Kelly from Albany, New York, says Ed is a cuck, and tell Ben I love him. Palm Desang says, shout out to my husband, Matt. Uh, can't wait to come home and play Lego Avengers again. XX Witch Hunter XX. Ooh. Ben, the Nazi grandson, welcome to the Greater American Reich. Ha ha. Yikes. I don't know. I offered her the mattress. <laughs> Is that about the mattress? Because I'm offering you the mattress and you haven't picked it up. I'm going to come take the mattress. I'm putting it on my bed this week. No, you're not. So, well, you better get it this week. All Otherwise, right. I'm giving you the same ultimatum Marcus gave to me. By the way, no one has taken into account I was forced to take the mattress out of here. 
<laughs> so, and then all of a sudden, I was four. Literally, Marcus. Free... No, Marcus told me, and I, he looked at me very seriously. Months, he was very patient. I was extremely patient for over a month. And then and what I, was I forced to do? I said, either get the mattress out of here or give it to Jackie. And Jackie said, get get the mattress out of here. I can't no. get it out of here. And then I no. said, no. I had a man yes. with a Absolutely truck not. that was awaiting my call that oh was my. going to come and get <laughs> the mattress. And his name was Sexy John. Sexy John. Yeah. Sexy John. Sexy oh, John. He's like an almond he's brother. Very sexy. Yeah. He's very he's, he's a strange drummer type. He's sexy. Yeah. He's really yeah. so He looks sexy. like an almond brother. Oh my god, he's so fucking hot. But like yeah. a, a calendar boy almond brother. Yeah. yeah. I don't understand what yeah. you guys are talking he's got about. Perfect but hands. He's got perfect hair. elbows. I did what I was so, supposed and to do. So charming too. He's so not a southern boy. Yeah, very he's nice. Very willing to help somebody out in a bind. Well, he didn't. He wasn't here to help her out when I was forced to. Literally pick up the mattress we myself, here to help carry you. it up the stairs. Help me. Well, we either way, you didn't do it to time. help you get the mattress. Into I'm a so car. sick of mattress gate. It's driving me completely <laughs> insane. I offered you the mattress and you didn't take anyone it. Anyone understands that we only talk about mattress gate when we are sitting here on this. Well, podcast. I have actually spoken I've seen with you many times this week. Many I, times. Money many times. I charge her now. Money I charge times. her every time every because it's minute. so stressful for me. Every minute. Although you did buy me all those drinks on Friday and I appreciate all that I was do is nice buy you shit. How many drinks have I bought you in your life? I mean, well, every time you're mean to me, you have to buy me drinks. So I don't know. I've if never counts. even been mean to you. That is that, that is our like you deal. You guys are broken even. No, Jackie. Just says, oh, you were mean to me. I didn't even say anything to her. And then you're like, oh, now I have to buy her drinks. Just oh, give the woman the mattress. Give example. Or we can have a public debate. Please. Yeah, we could also have a public debate. Yeah. As to who deserves the mattress. As to who more. gets the mattress. The mattress was given to me. It stayed here for a month, which you could have taken it at any time. No, I wouldn't no, even notice. She cut it. She I didn't even know it was my mattress now for you're three weeks. History. We can't. We got to Three stop. weeks, I didn't know it was my we mattress. Three weeks, I didn't even know it was my mattress. You did. I, was- I told you specifically they are sending nah, you a mattress. The mattress is here. I pointed. I said, hey, Ben, there's your mattress. In that I, corner. I didn't, I didn't see the mattress. Did not <laughs> And I did not it. hear Marcus say that, and I offered you the mattress, and you have officially declined. I'm coming on Wednesday to get the mattress. Well, we'll see if it's on my bed. <laughs> I'm coming. I have a car. I'm coming on Wednesday to get that mattress. What I love is that it is definitely still in the corner of his living room, uh-huh. wrapped up, that with jackets on yeah. top. I you, only it, think about Jackie. I say, I look at it. I say, oh, I don't want to. I don't want to put that on my bed yet. What if Jackie needs it? That's why the jackets are on top of it to make For you Jackie. think about you. What a psycho! Yeah, wow. you know, you could just text Travis and come get it, and he wouldn't notice. Yeah, it's yes, true. That is true. I love my mattress. I'm not, <laughs> I, I don't patience. need a new mattress, but I would like a new mattress at the same time because it would be nice to restart. <laughs> he wants it all. It's the boy who wanted it all. But That's at the same the time, Jackie, do you need a mattress, Jackie? You're like Robin Williams and Hook. You're getting going to get old, and Wendy's going to get old, and you're going to realize that everything fades. Can I be Rufio? Yes. No, you can't be yeah. Rufio. How can he be Rufio? Because he dies. Well, I get to be Peter Pan, so that's kind of fun. Imagine yeah. the food, and then it becomes real. A sad lesson for homeless people, because they can't do that. <laughs> that's not what the... Emmy well, father, <laughs> last but not least, <laughs> last but not least, Emmy father says Ed fucks hams and marinates them in the resulting semen. That has been your PlayStation Network. Shout out. God, they're just getting so, they're good. Thanks for shouting out, everybody. (laughs) Over 300 friends on PlayStation Network and counting. They love me on there. They can't get enough of me on there. I only took 20 minutes. 
Yeah. Good. <laughs> 20, yeah, it did. We're going to burn time here. We've got to burn up some goddamn time. There's only four of us on the Four of us on four. going through puberty. Uh -oh. did, did they just hit? They dropped? Ooh, I just fucking sprouted a couple fucking hairs uh -oh. down there. You know what I'm saying? Mop. Okay, mop bucket. I don't know what that means. What? You call it his, his crotch or mop bucket? Yeah. I, I like that. Mop bucket. Yeah, look at his little mop bucket down yeah. there. Squeegee, squeegee. Pick up know. the dirty juice. <laughs> Quit calling it a mop bucket. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you always calling Dirty it a mop water bucket? mop bucket? I'm yeah. the teacher and I agree. <laughs> I had a bad time in high school. You did? Yeah, my English teacher was a nut. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, Midsummer Night's Dream. She was a bitch about that play. Well, wow, how? how? So I didn't I wasn't reading it right. Uh-huh. I was reading it backwards. <laughs> act five to act one, baby. Ben Kissel, a huh. man, the myth, the legend. How was your week, buddy? It was good. What the hell happened to you? Uh, no, it was good. I had a great week. Everything's been nothing but but wonderful for me. Wonderful roses, as always. Um, all right, Marcus. So we have a we do have that grave digger story. Yeah, yeah, we do. Which Dude. I think is good. <laughs> Isn't that exciting? Yeah, it's very exciting, and this might answer some of your grave digging questions as to what I the competition would be. I had no, I had no questions. No, I do have. What yeah. is that competition? Two brothers from Slovakia won a grave digging competition at an international. Exhibition of funeral, burial, and cremation services. Ladislav and Kasbada Skladen, aged 43 and 41, respectively, dug a grave 1.5 meters deep, 2 meters long, and 90 centimeters wide in 54 minutes in the western Slovak town of Trenčín, beating 10 other two member teams from Slovakia, Poland, and Hungary as a small audience cheered loudly. Now, what's that in American numbers? We'll have to check. Okay. Uh. Well, I if Lincoln Chafee had his way, we would know all about the metric system. I don't know what meters. I ain't no Canada. That's about five feet. <laughs> all oh, right, pretty okay. good. Yeah, yeah. 41 and 43, nothing else to do. Nothing it, else to do. It's Slovakia, my friend. And then Trenchin seems like an appropriately named town. Yeah, Trenchin. Yeah, for yeah, a, yeah. It's basically a trench digging competition. A, it yeah. is a town. Actually, that's a pilgrimage you need to make at some point, Marcus. That is it. Literally a town of of hole diggers. Exactly. Yeah, these people well, sound great. The, and the grave was also the neatest. Is because there was a five member jury that had to judge who had the best hole. You have to get on that jury, Mark. So I have to. I mean, look at a picture of this. This looks like a great time. <laughs> that that is, is an incredible grave. That is a clean as fuck grave. Yeah, yeah. But they're just massively comfortable with genocide. Like, to the point where they have a competition about this. I mean, they're just a text. I mean, the Slovak people, Eastern Europeans, are very comfortable with death. I mean, I just feel like uh, like everything is sort of spurred from history, right? Like, there's a reason that we recreate certain things. This must be because of a massive massacre that once occurred. Yeah, uh, this is what uh, the uh, guy who established the contest last year, his name is Ladislav Striz. He said, we want to show and appreciate the hard work of grave diggers. Most Slovak graveyards are so crowded and spaces between graves so narrow that we need human diggers instead of machines. They work hard, come rain, come snow. Hell yeah. Nice. Better than the postal service. I, oh no. <laughs> I'm not, I guess it's, it's, it's better than, it's cheaper than having to play soccer. You don't even got to buy the ball. If there was a massacre though, wouldn't they just throw them in a pile? It's a, yeah, it's, well, it's, tra it's just ditches then. Yeah. Just big holes. Yep. 
Did so, you use any other tools besides the just the plain shovel? I think it's just the shovel. I mean, did you though? Did you use a hoe or um? Some I was sort more. Of- I also I like to pickaxe a lot. Okay. The pickaxe is real good for breaking up the ground before you really start your big hole. It- uh, so <laughs> that's what I prefer. And did you make your own shovel, Marcus? I <laughs> no. I okay. was I was store bought. You I- went to the weird wooden general store that mm-hmm. exists in the corner of town. There's Clippers. Like a guy- yeah, with the it's weird Clippers. <laughs> did he have a bowl? hat or was he <laughs> no that would have been I, I would have gotten that at Penman's propane I see I see your childhood town mm-hmm. as Deadwood is that accurate uh it's a lot deader than Deadwood oh. yeah there's much less people than in Deadwood Deadwood was a major city it was by by old western style yeah yeah okay. South Dakota standard. standards yeah yeah you go there now 3 p.m. on a Wednesday there ain't nobody there ain't nobody there yeah, except for Bill Penman who runs Penman's propane oh what does it sell Propane <laughs> and <laughs> hardware and whatnot and Rubik's cubes, oddly enough, <laughs> strange. A ton of them. And sometimes you can buy tamales there if oh. the tamale lady has come by that day. The, now, what was she like? <laughs> <laughs> her Spicy. Name, her name is Rosa. She's a very sweet woman. She's what did just, she sell? <laughs> propane. <laughs> oh, I thought everyone just sold propane. Hmm. I don't think I've ever dug anything in my entire life. I used to dig a little bit in my sandbox as a kid, did the uh, traditional or typical uh, fine china type thing, but then I just got really sick and tired of uh, digging and uh, played with my toys in it's a different creative way. I, it is work. I remember having fun with some worms. Yeah, a little worm fun. You just dig a little hole, and there's some worms down there, and you kind of play with them, toy with them. Oh, oh I don't think They've so. They've got both sexual organs, and they can <laughs> fuck each other at the same time with both organs. I don't they think that. Is that line up next. True? To, yeah, they do. They line up next to each other. Oh, look it up, Marcus. They line up along each other, and they fuck each other on each side. That's how they make more worms? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's how they make Earthworms are hermaphrodites. Yeah, absolutely. Jamie Lee Curtis. Is, is, that's a myth. is that a myth? It's that's a, a myth. myth. I thought that that was real. No, nope. I'm myth. not saying it negatively. I thought oh, that, that I thought for Her sure that was real. Striptease and true lies. Ooh. I used to Jake, Jake, Jake away. Ooh, yeah. I don't remember it. Yeah. I used to master. Yeah, Does the she way, get naked in it? Uh, she strips down to her skivvies, but she's in oh. heels and she's doing a whole pole routine. Yeah. And her tits might as her well be. Are, they uh, just, in, I mean, they're just jiggling wonderfully. Isn't that wild? Yeah, real solid cups on that one. And when her huh. cock pops out, I was just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, now it's getting real, huh? That's uh, I, I thought for sure she truly was a hermaphrodite. Nope. I, I, no, it's no. fake, huh? That's fake. Wow. She's, I thought she, yeah. I have some memory I mean, of her on Oprah talking about this. Oh, yeah. No, dude. I know she doesn't. Have, oh, I see what you're oh, doing. Yeah. She's got a good oh, body, goodness. but it's the face. I, I just never really found her very attractive. Yeah. Well, but, uh, I never saw this movie, so this seems this What? Seems oh, you've never seen True Lies? To. No, because It's a good I, movie through and through. It's a, it, it is a, it is a uh, what do you call that, Marcus? True Lies? Uh-huh. It's an uh, uh, oxymoron. It's an oxymoron. I can't watch it. Really? <laughs> yeah, I don't watch anything oxymoron. Anything short, contra- tall, the big short, won't see it. Anything that contradicts itself. <laughs> Absolutely. Is it just movie titles or literally everything in life? Any, Well, any sort of oxymoron, I just can't. I cannot get behind can't it. Can't get along with Absolutely it. Absolutely not. Okay. Interesting, no interesting. It's just confusing. So if the director couldn't even come up with a title. 
that made sense, then how could I expect the whole him to write a screenplay? kind of ironic. You know, it makes a lot of sense, actually, because yeah. a lot of times people take external things around them, and when it upsets them, it's because it's a reflection of themselves. That is the true. The classic flip-flopper, Ben <laughs> Kissel. Oh, wow. my God. Upset wow. at contradictions in the wild. Unbelievable. Wow, whatever. Give Jackie that goddamn mattress. <laughs> I've offered before. it to Jackie multiple times, and I'll continue to offer it to true. Jackie, and we she will continue to uh, not show up in my apartment Everyone and pick it up. This is not true. So that is just fine with me. Good lord. It just seems like a solvable issue, Marcus. Yeah, give her the mattress. I gave her the mattress. <laughs> you know, set up a time and <laughs> set up a time and a day for Jackie to come get the mattress, and then when she shows up, freely give it to her. Another it- movie I won't watch: The Longest Yard. It's three feet for a yard, so you can't have you can't have a longer yard, let alone have a longest yard. That is because you can't have a shorter yard or the shortest. You know yard. what? I agree with that one. Thank you yeah. very much. I'm I finally getting through to people. I, agree, I do yeah. agree with that one. What about the whole nine yards? Well, you can't have whole nine yards. Yeah, you could have so a whole nine yards. So that's actually okay. okay. So you're good yeah. with that. I'm just no, mad. I mean, you, you, you just can't have a longest yeah. yard. Yeah. Terrible. The longest yard is a meter. Or we, three feet plus one inch. What about the content of the movie? Like, Junior, where, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger can't get pregnant. No, that's not, but that's, that's, no, that's, that's totally different. What about that's twins? Uh, Why no, would twins? Not be twins. That was the same in Schwarzenegger That's not movies. an oxymoron. That's what about not an Kindergarten oxymoron. Cop? That's also a Schwarzenegger movie. Kindergarten Cop I'm actually on board with because it's he was not tumor. in kindergarten, and he was not a cop. He was a cop who taught kindergarten. Yeah. He wasn't a six-year-old cop. <laughs> you know how much better that's Kindergarten cop and a half. That's Cop and a Half. Yes. And yes. Oh, Cop and a Half was one of the best Cop movies I ever watched in my entire life. He was How sassy. much better would have Kindergarten Cop have been? Kindergarten Cop would have been so much better if the cop was a kindergartner. Boys have and penises, he had infiltrate- girls have vaginas. That taught me so much. Yeah, right? I, I finally, I, I knew for the first time I was a girl. Uh, isn't it nice? Hermaphrodite. Jamie Lee Curtis. What do you go. know? Henry Winkler uh, directed Cop and a Half. He did? He yeah. did a good job. I love him. Uh, Burt Reynolds Winkler. is a bit of a sexual predator. What? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Accusations. Flying <gasps> around. Oh, Save man. it for Allegedly. Seven. Allegedly. Huh. Boy, yeah. You know, the end title song in Cop and a Half was Joey Lawrence's Nothing My Love Can't Fix. Yikes. <laughs> I forgot sexy. that. Oh, that hair. Mm-hmm. Yep. Film Joey critic Lawrence. and historian Leonard Malden uh, called it a hemorrhoid and a half. He did? Yeah. He's mean. dead now, isn't he? Leonard Malton? I think he died. He's alive. I don't know. He's alive. Okay. Joe That's... Montana, dead as a doornail. No, he's completely fine. <laughs> I don't like it game. when adults uh, review children's movies. Children should review children's movies. Ew, you want to not... hear what a child has to About say? About a children's movie, yes. yes because I then do. I know if I have a kid or if I'm a 13-year-old myself, what's another 13-year-old's opinion about this movie? Because that resonates to me. Leonard Moulton talking about a child's movie, if he loved it, he's a pedophile. I, so remember, I do not like when adults uh, talk about children's movies. I, I remember when I went to see Problem Child with my family. Everybody hated it. I fucking loved so it. So that review matters the most because you're the target demo. I'm mm-hmm. the target Demo. Yeah. I thought it was fantastic because he was so mean. I love Problem Child. And the yeah. co- and the clown shows up drunk. That's Problem Child, right? Yeah. Yes. I thought that was Uncle Buck. I think it's both. Yeah. There was like a rash of drunk <laughs> clowns <laughs> showing up yes. to children's parties like back and in, in that parenthood. time in cinema. And in Parenthood, mm-hmm. Drunk Clown. That was the, I think the, oh, no, my the favorite movie, Drunk Clown, Howie Mandel, Uncle Buck, when he gets punched. That was Howie Mandel. Yes. Did yeah. you know that, Marcus? Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yep. He got punched in the face. Get in your mouse and get out of here. That's right. And Shakes the Clown was a whole movie about a drunk clown. A whole movie yeah, about it. Yeah, but that was for adults. Yeah. 
So an adult should review that movie. That's correct. Not a chi- <laughs> child shouldn't watch Shake the Clown. Right. Shakes the Clown. It's, so it's, what about um, like a white person reviewing like a Spike Jones movie or a Spike Lee mo- joint? That is fine. Okay. That we works. can't. We're not going to break this down by race. We can't do that. Oh, but you're being ageist. Oh, you're being ageist. I'm being pro youth. Can an old man talk about uh, a movie, you know, for a middle aged person? Yes. Like this is 40. Like this is 40. But that's four children, so a child could actually review this is four. 13 going on 30. No, this Uh, is 40 is an adult's movie. No, I understand. 13 going on 30 is a child's movie, so you should be 13 to review it. Although, but it's also geared towards adults at the same time. By the way, 13 going on 30 is absolutely disgusting. It's like the movie Big. Both of them have scenes where a person is in an adult body, but they have the mind of a child. And I do think we have to take into question a lot of the uh, sexual... Sexual advances. But the the legality behind 13 going on 30. If I'm having sex with a 30-year-old and all of a sudden she she shows up and tells me she's 13, I'm going to be upset. Of course. That's oh. the plot of the movie. I just don't think... How, who, how do these movies get made? Who's greenlighting these movies? I'll tell Bill Widerson, that's who. Yeah, what about what? Freaky Friday? Is a teenager or a middle-aged person going to be reviewing that one? Yeah. Freaky Friday, well, it has to be reviewed on a Friday. And that's number one, because <laughs> otherwise, how do you understand what they're going through? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, that can... But Freaky Friday, I'm going to say that's a tween movie, so a 15-year-old right there. you got to write down Friday. these rules. Yeah. yeah. If it's a tween movie, it goes to the tween. They... They review it. If it's a child's movie, it's uh, someone under 13. Other than that, it's all the same. But tweens are awful and they don't like anything. Well, it better be good then. Yeah. If that's the target like demo, things. make it they, good. Fast and the Furious, they like um, any, any movie they can fucking uh, uh, finger uh, their girlfriend's pussy during is literally what you're doing. Oh, is that what you're doing that's when you're a any, tween? That's yeah. any movie. You didn't finger a pussy till you were 19. No, we, ta- we acted like we did. <laughs> we talked like we did. I mean, that was the whole idea. I had my worst date ever. I've talked about this podcast was Nell. Mm-hmm. If I had someone my age to let me know as a reviewer, don't take Jennifer Tom. Thompson to see Nell. Yeah. It will, you will not be able to put your arm around her. She will lean forward. It really, it, it, it's, it's a drama, isn't it? Day. A hardcore drama? Hi, Tay in the wind. Hi, Tay in the wind. Yeah. Chicka pie. Why would you go on a date to that? It's about a feral woman. It was very morose and just upsetting and just kind of not good. Hey, Tay in the wind will mm-hmm. haunt me for the rest of my life. Yeah. It's a terrible choice to just go see, much less take a 14-year-old girl to. <laughs> Ridiculous. The first date movie I think I ever saw was The Great Mouse Detective. Hmm. That's God. also a terrible movie to take yes. a girl to. Great Mouse Detective? Yeah. Are you insane? Were you eight? <laughs> yeah, I was like young. I was like 10. Wow. Your first you were... date? Damn, dude. Yeah. Ben Kissel's a player. First I don't mo- think so. First movie I ever took a girl to was Godzilla. The 1995 version. So mm. you were 14. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. When did Great Mouse Detective come out? Because I was, yeah, that was the, fr- no, it wasn't a date. It was just a friend. I had a lot of friends. There's no, no way. That <laughs> Backtrack, you're flip-flopping right that now. Was not flip-flop. Flip-flop. That was 1986. You were like four. Great Mouse Detective? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they re-released Flip-flopper. it. Was it a re-release? That was like five. Are you thinking of uh, the the... No. No, the one with the mouse was Sherlock Holmes. The Rescuers Down Under? Isn't that also another? Like, the Rescuers was It was not 1986. Everybody, show your protest to Ben Kissel. I'm calling it right now. I don't want to hear any more. Honestly, my life is really hard. 
So I don't want to hear any protests. I don't want to mail a pair of flip flops to the creek in the cave to show your support. You just need flip flops. I do need flip flops. Send them size ten. No flip flops. Flip flops. You know what? I don't like it. Shows your feet. He is actually vindicated on this one. In 1992, it was re-released as uh, The Adventures of the Great Mouse Detective. That's what I saw when I was it was 11 years old. A re-release? Oy. No I didn't know about the 1986 no movie. I'm done with Mattress Gate. I'm done with all the gates. Everyone's had their fun, you know, and now the fun, you know what? The fun stops here. I don't think I ever went on a date to a movie. Really? That I'm thinking about. Back not in the day? Not with Doug right now? I mean, yeah, as like after we were dating, but like I don't, like as a teen, it's I a never went. It's a bad first date call, yeah. but we were it's drinking obvious, and doing drugs yeah, and stuff. Yeah, we were exceeding and fingering. Ugh. Yeah, I know, Jackie. <laughs> yeah, I put my arm around that girl on that date, and you know what she did? Freeze. Yeah. Yeah, she, she didn't, didn't like move it, forward, but she but froze. she just froze. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got to lean forward. It was brutal. Yeah. I was a sad child. I don't know. Okay. Uh, you know, life is really hard. Guys, lay off Ben Kissel. He's had a long Shut up, life. Holden. <laughs> I'm it just doesn't saying. matter. I don't need you to, to help, help me. You no, if you, the, if you even come close to endorsing me, it's a, it, it's a it, what are talking about endorsements? It's a harm. Why are we talking about endorsements? I'm not endorsing oh. you. Okay, good. I'm saying have sympathy for the man. He's had a difficult time in this life. All right. My fingers smell like garlic, and I chopped garlic hours ago. <laughs> oh, garlic doesn't go off. Off your hands for a very long time. Maybe your hands smell like lotion. Is it lotion? Yeah, I mean it still burns a little bit. Maybe but... it's on my nose. Yeah. I just can't get rid of it. <laughs> Garlic has never been put into a lotion. Maybe it should. Be a good lotion. We I'd were chomping on garlic cloves on Thanksgiving, and I threw up my garlic clove and all of the wine I had consumed. What? Mm. Yeah. We Why getting, did you do that? Because apparently garlic is really good for you. If you're not feeling so good, eat a whole clove of garlic. And it's, it's, it just does a, bu- no, it does a bunch for you. Yeah. So it's really, really good. So I ate it, but you know, you just slammed a bunch of wine and I just puked and puked and puked and I, uh, I burped up garlic for the rest of the night. So did it feel that. good though? Um, no, because of the acid, I got acid issues in my stomach. So that, um, garlic is bad for that. Yeah. So. Don't, Don't do, do that. that. Yeah. But if you're not feeling great, have a clove of garlic. No, but it didn't. Jackie, you just said that you don't. I have do. acid problems, though. <laughs> you and millions and millions of other Americans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and people problems, around the world. Don't eat the garlic. All right. So did you uh, just eat it whole? Oh yeah. I don't think you're supposed to do that. Oh, you're not supposed to do that. I think I think you just kind of fucked it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you supposed to do it? Uh, you're supposed to crush it up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds okay. Swallowing a whole clove, eating raw garlic the wrong way, uh, swallowing the whole thing. It sounds like a more pleasant way of getting all the good potency uh, of raw garlic without the unpleasant side effects of chewing it, but don't do it. Last year, at least two people that I know personally tried this, and one ended up in the Heimlich Maneuver and the other with an ER trip. Why? Because a clove of garlic is roughly the exact circumference of your esophagus. Oh, no, I, ch- I chewed it up. You chewed it up. Oh, yeah, it was awful. Oh, so you're fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't, you know, I uh, need the Heimlich. You're not supposed to do that either because what? garlic's a hot little number and chewing it will coat your mouth in the sulfuric flames from you nowhere. It was awful. Yeah. <laughs> from where? <laughs> yeah, you're what? just supposed to not, from hell. Oh. Oh, H E double hockey garlic. Yeah, gwensnest.com is well, very Well, you know, easy. Gwen knows best mm-hmm. at Gwen's Nest. So I if you agree. Get Gwen in, in a dark room, she will fucking goop all over you. Oh, <laughs> my God. She knows four positions, and they're all horny ones. 
It was a Gwyneth Paltrow uh, <laughs> reference there. Oh, yeah, it was group. a hybrid. I made yes. a hybrid joke. It was a good. It was a nice good hybrid joke. joke. Yeah, it's it's good cars. Joke. Yeah, this is Gwen here. I mean, she's. she's oh, she a, seems oh, like a great okay. person. No, she seems fine. She's a, oh, multi- she's a mom of four. She's or? a multitasking mom of four. Wow, a lot of kids. Um, okay, Marcus, should we do another news story, <laughs> or do we not? I mean, what are we at here? We're 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 getting there. Yeah, towards the, we're let's, almost let's to a do, segment. Let's I mean, do our story. Maybe. Okay, What's so the best one. Okay, so hmm. Okay, so we can go either here. I'll give you some uh, words here. Like this. Okay. Landlord. Chimpanzee. Parrot. Mormon. Cancer. Uh, Landlord <laughs> is my vote. I'm going to say chimpanzee. I'm going to go chimpanzee as well. What? Wow. wow. All right. And Ed's not even here for monkey corner. There you I go. know. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I'm doing it for it. Don't do it. Oh, it. No, it's very fun. He's not here, so don't do it. Well, this is a new scientific study that has been released. Chimpanzees can recognize one another from behind. Apes remember faces, too, but new research suggests that chimps recognize buttocks just as well as humans recall familiar faces. I think that is unbelievably adorable. Mm -hmm. Just as faces serve as an epicenter of social information, so, too, do chimp rumps. More than just one, I more than just an identity cue, a chimpanzee's buttocks offers clues to the his or her attractiveness and health. The area around the vagina Ugh. and anus of a female chimp who is fertile swell and take on a dark. It's true. Why are you getting put pull your pants up, Marcus? Oh, oh, it's a dark pink color. When you that's, go to and that's healthy. That's very healthy. Oh, good. When if you, you if you if a female chimp is bending over in front of you and you see a dark pink swollen vagina you know that is a healthy chimp it is uh mm. it is troubling to go to the zoo <laughs> you know cuz they don't put clothes in them which they should do they put dresses <laughs> really on should. the girls and pants on the boys are you talking about the bald ass ones no i'm talking about chimpanzees what's what are the bald ass ones baboons Mm. Chimpanzees, they are the closest to human, correct? Oh, they got the cute ears. Yeah, they got the real cute. Yes, chimps are just chimps, you know? Everyone knows a chimp. There was a, there, there's a great uh, little YouTube video of a chimpanzee being fooled by an iPad, and it's adorable. That's horrible, yeah. mean. No, it wasn't mean. No, they gave him a bunch of peanuts throughout the entire thing, and the chimpanzee was loving it. Was it an elephant? No, it was, no, no, but everyone loves uh, peanuts. Not when they're in the shell. I just feel like there's yeah, a lot do. of tension happening between the two of you because of other external situations, all right? And you're, let, you're taking it out on this fucking chimp debate. Is it the peanut problem? Peanut? I'm more an almond person. Whoa! Almonds are the reason that uh, everyone in California is in a drought right now. I don't now. give a yep. fuck. It's I don't two gallons there. to make one almond. Every That's almond right. you take, you're slamming down two gallons of water. I'm definitely going peanuts over almonds. Always. Just on uh, peanut dressing alone when you get your Thai salad. Peanuts I are will, trash nuts. They're not trash what? nuts. They're, they're trash a universal nuts. working man nut. Yeah, trash they're nuts. a working man's nut. The they're a blue collar nut. Give me a Brazil nut. Oh, shut up. I mean, I'll if you say pistachio, I'm going to freak out. Oh, don't <laughs> even get me on that. I love pistachios. Well, you know what? I don't like nuts that play hard to get. 
just open up. The peanut, it, it, I love it. That says a lot more about no, you than I No, it does I'm not. It's about nuts. Admit. I'm talking about legumes and nuts. It's better and when peanuts, it's hard to get to. No, peanuts are hard enough. And no, but, peanuts and, are dairy. I mean, peanuts take a lot of work. I come from a peanut town. You know the peanuts, they're root plants. First, they got to get the peanuts out of the ground. Then they got to take them to the peanut dryer. They got to dry them off. And then Why do you got to dry them off? I like wet peanuts. I have them all the time, boiled peanuts. No, boiled no, that's peanuts. not wet. That's different. That's they're wet. totally different. No, you got to dry them out because the way, they're all and, wet from being underground. And peanuts are the only nut that feels death. <laughs> I don't think that's true. It's very true. And on top of that, how dare you bring legumes into this conversation? Why not? It's a bean. A legume? There's many nuts that are legumes that, that pass off as, as nuts. We're talking about nuts, all right? Don't bring don't 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 open this conversation up to some it's just more smoke and mirrors I'm from Ben Kissel. I'm pissed now. I mean peanuts are legumes. That's exactly. what I'm talking about. They're no, bean okay. nuts. Peanuts Same. are also known as ground nuts. And, or goobers. 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 Is fun. Mm-hmm. That's chocolate covered nut. <laughs> that is. It is a chocolate covered nut. Yeah. So what Go- the hell? Goober also uh, uh, an insult back in Texas. Yes. I wish th- oh yeah, Goober's an insult Goober's everywhere across yeah. the South. Uh, yeah, Goober. Like I, I had a friend that just like he called him Goober. He'd fucking flip out. Really? Yeah. Sounds like a Goober. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Goobers do. That's the thing. Whatever insult you freak out to, that is the insult that best describes you. So if you freak out when someone calls you Goober, if you actually feel like you might be an internal Goober, don't freak out. Yeah, Otherwise that's the thing. Yeah. You I always freak out when people call me best ever pussy eater. <laughs> I get real upset. I'm Ugh. sure they say that all the time. <laughs> yeah. When was the last time you got called that? Oh, he's mad. A couple weeks ago by the mailman. <laughs> All right. Well, either way, so the nuts are fine. Uh, Chimpanzees' butts are good indicators of how healthy they are. Mm -hmm. The importance of face recognition among humans is demonstrated by a phenomenon called the face inversion effect. When scanning an image featuring multiple objects, humans invariably recognize a face first. When a face is inverted, however, humans are slower to recognize it. Chimpanzees, same way with butts. No kidding. Mm -hmm. Inverted butts. They won't be able to recognize it. Researchers discovered a similar phenomenon among chimps who were quicker to recognize buttocks on a touchscreen when they were upright and slower when they were inverted. Huh. Mm -hmm. Look at that. Isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. Good story, Marcus. Yeah. Female apes have evolved hairless buttocks so as to not interfere with the body's communication abilities. And chimps also evolved eyes capable of seeing many tints of red. Uh, enabling them to see who, which chimp has the healthiest dark pink vagina. Did they like? Did did people? Did the chimps just start to like pluck away at the hair or something like that? And that's why uh, eventually uh, nature was just like, we don't we don't need hair here. Nobody wants us. Evolution's all about who gets laid more and who survives. Isn't that something? Mm-hmm. So there was a buttless. Now that was a chimpanzee. I mean, she got Hairless. fucked a lot. Huh. And then that chimp, next chimpanzee got fucked a lot too until all of them was fucking. And then that's how chimps are now. That's Hairless how evolution butts. works. Isn't that something? If it's true. Our pinky toes are going <laughs> to fall off. What's that? Our pinky toes are going to fall off. Why would we lose our pinky we toes? Don't we, don't we don't climb trees. Don't need them. I need a pinky toe. I thought we need a pinky toes for balance. Yeah. Uh, you got the other four. Yeah. No, you always need a pinky toe. We need all of our um, phalanges. Them all. Lop them off. I hate feet. All right. So phalanges. <laughs> Okay, so let's do, Marcus, what do you want to do now? Let's do a segment from McNeil. Whoa! Oh, That's fine with me. Yeah. That was 
was not listening to the segment earlier, so I don't even know what's coming. It's well, about first Christmas. Of all, first of all, I know that. I can't. Put, first of all, okay. Second of all, don't say that with such disdain. First of all, <laughs> what we've been doing. I, I can't believe I haven't mentioned this yet. The song that is sweeping the nation right now. Christmas the shoes. Song, no, Christmas, Christmas shoes is very good though. We are the What's jumbo shrimp. Want to buy oh, yeah. these shoes? Yeah, you don't know. For my mama, please. It's Christmas Eve and these shoes are just her size. Could you hurry, sir? Daddy says there's not much time. You see, she's been sick for quite a while, and I know these shoes would make her smile. I want her to look beautiful if Mama meets Jesus tonight. Oh my God, that sounds like the song from the Heaven's Gate. Course. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So he wants to buy shoes for a woman that can't walk? Yeah. Who sings that song? Uh, New song. <laughs> that is unbelievable. No, Christmas shoes. We all we talk about I mean, we have an annual Christmas shoes episode on Christmas page seven. Shoes. Yeah, it's a song uh, about a kid. They even made a movie out of it in two thousand two. And the what? shoes are green and red and have bells on them. Mm. It is not for an elf. No, it's <laughs> not they're not Christmas themed shoes. Oh, okay. They're shoes. There's a little boy whose mother is dying and he goes to the store to try to buy her a new pair he of shoes. Have enough money for he the doesn't shoes. have enough money for the shoes. Can't buy the so shoes. the protagonist, the narrator in the tale, Who pays for the little boy's shoes. For the shoes. Well, yeah. I mean Because I, he's such a good goddamn person. And then he wrote a song about it. Mm-hmm. Christmas time. Yeah, oh. his name's Leonard Aylstrom. Also written with Eddie Carswell. Took two guys to write that song. Huh. It's mm-hmm. fantastic. It's mm-hmm. one for each shoe. But I'm yeah. sorry, Holden. You were bringing up another song that is plaguing my existence. We are the Jumbo Shrimp covered by children across the nation. Ew. I heard even uh, the Cowman has made a cover of it at some point. Oh, yeah. We've got, it's, it's an intense amount of support. It is a song that is seeped into the minds and hearts of people all over the goddamn world. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of blowing my mind right now. I'm getting messages. Henry just hit me up. He's getting messages. Yeah. He's done even in the in the same state we are. Oh yeah, I'm getting messages too, man. I mean, all these ch- children love this song. So we're going to have to do a Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp meetup. It's going to happen in 2017. Next time I'm down in Jacksonville, we're all going to get together. Uh, feel free to, to like the Facebook page as well. We're, we're we're kind of getting on there. I've been enjoying going on the Jumbo Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp Facebook page and see the support from Roundtable fans. Um, it's really beautiful. And by the way, there is a huge backlash from Suns fans who are furious Oof, that so they have angry. changed the name, which makes me crazy because I think it's the best goddamn baseball team name this side of the Nippaponchi. Although it is, and it is even a better slow, it's a better theme song than the Jacksonville Suns. Of which, course. I mean, I've already sang on here and I yeah. won't do it again. Yeah, we don't need to do it again. We're not even going to sing the Jumbo Shrimp song because I'm afraid I'm going to put sp- someone to spiral off into a fit of madness with that song stuck in their head for the next eight days. We can't, we're not going to sing it. We are the Jumbo Shrimp here to play a game. We are the Jumbo Shrimp here to play a game. 
Oh, every day for the rest of your life. <laughs> now, there's a segment here within, within the hearts and minds of the children of Christmas, mm-hmm. all right? Roundtable, the Christmas special. We've seen them. We see the Christmas specials. There's usually like a little fireside, a piano, some singing, but it's really com- completely up to you, right? Yeah. Um, I will start. Uh, it's whatever you want it to be. Who are the musical guests? Who's going to host it? Everything, right? I'm going to go with, for hosting it, I think it should be um, Jackie and Ed hosting it, okay? Um, ben will be dressed as Heathcliff off to the side, sort of throwing in one-liners. Mm-hmm. Marcus, you'll be on the piano. Great. I don't know how to play the piano. That's fine. We'll learn. <laughs> okay. We'll learn how to play the piano. So you'll be doing the songs or whatever. I'll be the song master. Okay. I will come in and I will sing the songs. Um, we'll be eating jumbo shrimp. Mm-hmm. We'll be uh, at the very end. Ben will give Jackie the mattress on the show, which would be like this That's really real beautiful cute. moment. That's yeah. nice. Yeah, That's exactly. A cute way to end it. Yeah. And we'll release or- the orphans at the end. From All where? orphans in every orphanage will open the doors and let them into the night. But that seems like what Reagan did with the mentally disabled. I mean, where are they going to go? Let them into the night. <laughs> what if they want to stay? <laughs> to do as they please. Like what if they want to stay in the warm? You know, we they cannot the stay. Like they will it. be kicked out of the house. They must. So. They must go into the night and be free. You're re-orphaning them. No, it's like that scene with the dog where it's like, you got to go free, boy, and the dog's all sad about it, but the dog will eventually be happy about it. Uh That's what we're doing. Does the dog get shot in the head, though? No, not that movie. Different movie. Oh, okay. If you love something, set it free. And we love orphans here at the Round Table of Gentlemen. So we will set them free. Let my orphans go. Into the night. (laughs) Into the night. Okay. okay, that's good. My orphans go <laughs> into the night. <laughs> That'll be Jackie the will song. sing that yeah, when they the go into song. the night. Uh, so this is a Christmas-themed party? Roundtable mm-hmm. Christmas special to be televised. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. I thought it was a party-type thing. No, uh, it's like a, yeah, it's like a televised Christmas special. They usually, it is uh, sort of set up like a party, you know? It's it can sort of, be. It's sort sure. of kind of, well, know, like Bing, Bing Crosby, right? Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Eddie is Santa Claus. Uh-huh. I mean, there's no doubt about it. I think oh, yeah. he'd do a great Santa Claus. He's got the ho, ho, ho thing all down, and he's overweight. And I think the, um, we can put a, when he, I think he has a beard. He will have a beard by the time. Yes. And he'll hand out all the gifts to you and I, and um, eh, let's see here. Jackie, you will be... Um, I don't know. In charge of all the booze, Marcus. You just got to sit there, I guess. Uh, Holden, you're in charge of music. I don't want to do any. I mean, I don't really. I I can do something. You want to do something? I'm a useful person. I have a lot of skills. You taste. You lick all the food. I lick the food. Great. Uh, Holden, like Schmee, he is Peter Pan. (laughs) Ooh, Holden, your music. Yeah, you're on the music. I'm music. That's right, and it's my job to laugh when all of you get gifts from Eddie, and in the packaging of those gifts is nothing. Wow, <laughs> Jesus, unbelievable! Okay, that's just really just a. So you guys aren't getting gifts. Yeah, no, yeah. no, we get it. Yeah. So yeah. like, it'll be like Marcus, you got a direct TV. Yep. Or you got it, and then direct well, TV. I don't know. If it's like a, a package. A, <laughs> you got a you got a you got a contract for a direct TV, but okay. then it's not. And then three, holding three you you got a new Xbox, and then but there's nothing in the don't box. need it. D- don't just, even. And then I and then I am in. I'm just laughing. Yeah. Okay. So that's kind of fun. Real seriously unbelievable. Real shitty Christmas. Jackie. No, it's a fun Christmas. No, for you. Yeah. And the crowd. <laughs> no yes. one likes to watch anybody else get a gift, but people love to watch people disappointed with not getting a gift. 
Excellent. That's an audience Actually, booster. Actually, this is a perfect segue into my um, Christmas special. It's going to be called the Schmuppets Christmas Hoedown. Okay. Um, it's going to be a redux weird version of the Muppet Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. However, Kissel's going to play Scrooge. But of course. I, hopefully he's going to try to be like Michael Caine, but he will get that tiny scarf in the end, and I'm very excited to see a very tiny scarf on Thank you. Thank you for giving me a role. And uh, my, my name, I'm going to be Miss Chiggy. Um, and Holden will be Schmermit. And okay. Ed's going to play Sweetums, the big character, yeah, even yeah. though he's not a part of it, but I just think he would be funny to play Sweetums. Um, and Marcus, you're going to play Mr. Honeydew, oh. Dr. Honeydew. Mm, and nice. Henry is going to play all of the ghosts. We're bringing Henry in. He's going to be sure. the weird ghost mm-hmm. Christmas past, that weird little girl, the floaty girl. This already exists. As, yes. However, we're going to make our own Muppets. We're going to make our own puppets. My I'm show sorry. is called Deflated Christmas. And we're going to make our own songs. Like, we're going to sing Christmas Shoes. That is already a song, but we are going to sing it. Mm-hmm. And we're going to sing songs like, It's Christmas time and we are smiling, you are smiling, and everybody is, gets a gift. gift. And so we're going to come up mine. with songs. Yeah, ours, mine is the opposite of yours. Could we, I think we should, if we just combined, I think it would be kind of fun. Yeah, no but you, you never change, though, I feel yeah. like. You'll, you'll, you, like, Scrooge doesn't have his comeuppance. Um, you just stay. What the happened? Same. To, Scrooge never had a comeuppance. I mean, yeah, he same. changes. He he learns. Learns. I mean, when the Ghost you, of Christmas Future was kind of a comeuppance. I don't think you finished kind of. the story. Did you finish all? Yeah, the story? he just went back to live in the mansion. Scrooge didn't lose anything. <laughs> that is true. He just was happier. Yeah, actually, yeah, like, Scrooge got everything he wanted. Absolutely yeah. everything he wanted. Yeah, he I never understood the money. Christmas Carol. What do you mean? He didn't. No, he didn't give away all of his money. No, but he, he gave away a little bit. Pe- no, but he starts helping people. He goes and he, he buys the big turkey, makes the bunny go get the big a turkey. Goose. There may be a poor family that would have uh, liked that turkey. He still ate they it. They are poor. They <laughs> gave it to the Cratchits. brought it to the Cratchits. Ah, well. And Tiny Tim, who did not die. Nine. He did die. Eventually. Eventually. We're going to let the orphans have it. (laughs) Let them free into the night. Merry Christmas, everybody. I don't understand. All those orphans are going to die. When you open the box, you're so excited, and then there's nothing in it. Yeah, I know. It's a euphemism for life. (laughs) I mean, your horrible views on life. That's not my views on life. That's the reality we're all born into. We didn't sign up for this. I think when Ed's not here, we really miss a positive energy. Yeah, he does bring something (laughs) very positive. (laughs) All right. All of us go to our own little holes. I will take a, I will superimpose a picture of you playing with the gift that you would have gotten. So, so that itself is a gift. Shoes. Shoes. Mama, mama, please. I actually like the Jumbo Shrimp song better. Why? Just it's because you are a Scrooge. I'm not a Scrooge. He had so much money. You're Let's right. get out of here. All right, everybody. All right. Have a great night and a great afternoon and a great morning as well. You want to close, close, close it up? Yeah, sure. I'm going to close it out. Good night, everybody. Check out... Um, <laughs> Wizard and the Bruiser on um, Cave Comedy Radio. Um, and you know what? This is that week. If you were thinking about picking up the guitar, pick up that guitar. If you were interested in dabbling in painting, fucking grab the sticks. Grab mm-hmm. the brushes. All right? Paint a, paint a beautiful picture. And if you wanted to grab Susie's breasts, ask first, get the consent, and then fucking grab away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because at Christmas time, everybody wants to bang. There you go. Oh, yeah. There you go. Okay. Uh, very good. 
Okay. Thanks for listening. What? Uh, what do you want from me, Jackie? I just miss do you Ed. Want... Ed miss will Ed. be back. Now. He's in. He's having fun. He's eating a bunch of chili. Oh no. I'll see him next week. All right, guys. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Okay, well, everyone's gonna be sad now. I'm fine with it. No, I'm happy. <laughs> All right. Talk to you soon. <laughs> For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to cavecomedyradio.com.